From a fruit market in Tel Aviv to a fish seller in Taipei, the people of our world are working hard to make a living. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. You are listening to Radio Taiwan International. I am your host this hour, Tomasz Koper. Up ahead, we have newsmakers, Chinese to go and in the spotlight. But before we get to those shows, let's start with a little bit of Here in Taiwan. Hello and welcome to Here in Taiwan. Once again, I am your host, Tomasz Koper, and joining me in the studio, I have my friend, Itamar Waxman. Hello, people. Hello, people of the internet and uh, shortwave. Um, we bring you a special episode today. We don't have any stories for you because it is the Lunar New Year and we're off celebrating. Um, we uh, are today. We're going to be well. We're not. We're actually providing you the news as always. Right. Everyone else yes. is celebrating. Everyone else is celebrating. Yeah, yeah. but we uh, are not. We're we're here at a reduced capacity. Mm -hmm. um, most of us are off somewhere, uh, probably digesting tons of food uh, that My Taiwanese goodness. families shower you with. Yes. Um, if you are lucky enough to. Uh, have a family that you can visit, like your partner's family or your a friend invites you over. Otherwise, as a foreigner in Taiwan, you're kind of lonely for a week. Oh, yes. And this is what we're going to be talking about today, being a foreigner over the Lunar New Year break in Taiwan. All that and more coming up. Don't go away. I honestly don't know why I played the bridge music because we only have one story for you today <laughs> and it's this. It's being a foreigner in uh, Taipei specifically, but in Taiwan in general mm -hmm. uh, over the Lunar New Year. So, Itamar, you've been here a few years now. Right, this will be my fourth year. Your fourth. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, this will be my fourth uh, Lunar New Year holiday in Taiwan. It will be my 12th. Wow, congrats. I yeah. Um, I, or 11th. I, I, how does that work out? I can't do math right now. Right. Uh, let's pretend that I'm still in the festive mood, even though we're pre-recording this a few weeks <laughs> <early>. <laughs> Um But yeah, it's uh, it's been quite a few for me here. Mm -hmm. And um, well, right now, I actually do have things to do over the Lunar New Year. That's because, right. Because uh, my wife is Taiwanese, and we're going to visit her family, and we're going to um, hang out with them for the Lunar New Year Eve and the first and second days. And they are here in Taipei, right? Yes, they are also here that in Taipei. That is very convenient. Very convenient, yes. But they are moving to Kaohsiung. Um, Right. My father-in-law has not uh, retired yet, but when he does, they plan to move back to Kaohsiung. That's where uh, the family is from. Hmm. Um, and they already bought a house. They're getting everything ready. So they already told me, in fact, that like, oh, the next Lunar New Year and the, all of the following Lunar New Years we're going to spend in Kaohsiung. Which, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun. Uh, have it, you stayed with them before? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yes, I have stayed with them before, and I have a very good relationship with them. That's great. Uh, I, at least I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they think. That's true. You probably will never know. <laughs> no, no, no. They're really, no, really know, nice people, and uh, I, I like them a lot. So I, I don't mind going to Kaohsiung. It also gives me an excuse to go to Kaohsiung because mm -hmm. um, it is a fun place, or it can be sometimes. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I don't get enough opportunities to go. My wife. 
wife is from there and she, you know she's supposed to take me around and show me all the nice places all the cool places um that she knew when she was still living there but there's many, not much many to years show ago. there's not much to show during the holiday right well yeah that's the thing yeah, yeah. Cities in Taiwan get pretty empty over mm -hmm. the holidays mm -hmm. because everyone goes back to the family, right? To their right. families. Uh, uh, well, it, it's there are people in the cities, but the thing is that everything is just closed. Like other than convenience stores, supermarkets, just basically those two places, everything is closed. I mean, even the hospital is closed. I remember I actually Ooh. had a health issue I believe it was two years ago during the New Year holiday. I believe it was like Chui or Chuar, so like the first or second day of the New Year, and I I urgently had to see a doctor about it because I, I had to get antibiotics. I had an infection, mm -hmm. and uh, I had to go to the ER because mm -hmm. I couldn't go to the regular outpatient services because the hospital is closed all the way until the sixth day of the new lunar year. Mm -hmm. So they are closed for almost a week, which yes. is kind of crazy if you think about it yeah if you are a patient that's definitely well i mean inconvenient at the least and life-threatening <laughs> at worst but yes you can always go to the er and that's also something that i had to do actually in 2020 so oh. that was the very beginning of the year and uh, we got to the hospital my wife had food poisoning basically mm. so we get to the hospital and we uh we're, we want to go through the door the side door to the er and we saw a guy who was wearing protective equipment like you know you see in movies well now we've all seen it a million why, times yeah. now we know why but at the time we didn't realize what was going on and there were mm. notices about like a wuhan pneumonia because like yeah. it was still called wuhan feian uh, yeah. at the time uh, here before covid19 became a word um that will live in infamy forever um and it, we were pretty shocked like we got there you know still in, well i mean i was in a festive mood because it was the lunar new year my wife wasn't feeling that great so yeah, yeah her spirits weren't as high as mine <laughs> but she was um i mean she uh, we, we saw a doctor very quickly but i i remember that it was pretty jarring to see like a, a you know a person who could be taken straight from the set of the movie outbreak you know we, yeah, it was it was pretty uh, intense. Not my only hospital experience over the Lunar New Year, though. Right. Yeah. Um, I do have one from China because uh, the Lunar New Year is not only celebrated in Taiwan; it is a thing in other Asian countries. Sure. Um, China, first and foremost. And um, I remember uh, I had a, a, a serious. I got a serious infection uh, from a cut on my foot, actually. So it's kind of like a silly reason, but. Um, I had to go see a doctor because I was running a very high fever on Lunar New Year Eve, mm -hmm. which is the worst time to go to a hospital in any country that is celebrating the Lunar New Year. Yeah. Um, in... It's uh, like going to the hospital on Christmas Eve. It's just like yeah. they are on the like the the skeleton shift basically. I would say this is people. like this is probably more like going to the hospital on New Year's Eve. Mm, uh, yeah. maybe around midnight. There will be more of people because of the fireworks, yeah. Yeah, so I was there with an infection. I was the uh, and my family was visiting me at the time. Um, oh, one second, for those who don't understand the reference, people shoot lots of fireworks oh, yeah. on Lunar New Year and so they hurt each other. Yes, and themselves. Yeah. Um, so I I was the only person who could speak ch Chinese in, mm -hmm. in my family. That was 2007. My family was visiting me. Um, so I took my brother with me. Uh, he's two years younger. But he speaks English very well. But like I just needed someone to sort of 
hold my hand, really. I was running like 39 mm-hmm. and change fever, which is high. Pretty high, yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of, you know, my mind was swimming, to say the least. Um, so we got into a cab. We get to a hospital where my insurer, sort of the designated hospital by my insurer, um, and we're waiting in the lobby to, to uh, be seen by a doctor. And all the time there are like stretcher after stretcher of people with bloodied fingers, Ooh. like just their hands, their Yikes. faces, like clearly fireworks accidents. Right. Um, at the time it was still, I think, legal, or if it even if it wasn't legal, it was very much commonplace for people mm-hmm. to uh, set off their own fireworks. Um, right now, I it's think, common here too. Even though I'm not sure it's legal, but I, people do it here all the time as well in Taipei. I, I think it is not legal in Taipei yeah. right now. Yeah, at least the the bigger fireworks, sort of the the ones that sort of can really hurt a person. Like you can you mm. can light off uh, light firecrackers, right? Mm-hmm. The, just like you know, make noise and a small bang. That's it. Um, which will probably not hurt you. And uh, again, do not do it. We we have to sort of yeah. follow that with a disclaimer. Please do Please not blow things up. And yourself and anything. Like yes. really just It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Play loud music if you really have a yeah. need to be loud on that day. But yeah, fireworks, firecrackers, uh, those are dangerous things. Um but um what other things besides visiting hospitals can foreigners <laughs> do over the Lunar New Year? Well, honestly, it's it's kind of a strange time because one, there really is nowhere to go. Mm. No museums, no bars, no restaurants. um no tourist places nothing everything is shuttered and closed for like at least five days more or less i would say restaurants begin to open like the fourth or fifth day of the new Mm -hmm. year um and it really depends where you are like in more traditional parts of the country it takes longer Mm -hmm. and so for me what i've done mostly is just hang out with my other like foreign (laughs) friends or taiwanese friends who avoid going to see their families which there are many um or people who have families in taipei or in the same city where you are yeah yeah i've actually i don't have any taiwanese friends who are originally from taipei yeah i mean yeah well there's this meme cultural meme here that like no one from taipei or very few people from taipei are actually from taipei yeah Uh, exactly people come here for college and then they just stay here to work yep Um, so um most of my taiwanese friends they leave and go to other parts of the country but I've always enjoyed the experience because what I would do is like first things first, my friend and I, who I lived with um, the day before the new year, right on the the eve or the day before, ideally, because the new year's eve. Wow. The markets are just <laughs> yeah. full of people. Um, but we would have to go to the market and buy as much food as we could because the markets are closed until the seventh day of the new year. And uh, we don't like to buy things at the supermarket because, like, the prices are basically double mm-hmm. what you can buy at a traditional market. And it's not as good, honestly. And so we would buy as much as we can. And then basically we would just be, like, cooking throughout the week, watching movies, hanging out, you know, playing games. Just, like, trying to pass the time. It's almost like a a, a five-day lockdown, but you can go outside, <laughs> you know. Um, but I've always enjoyed the experience because... Um, it's just a time where no one can do anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you have to hang out with people, basically. Um, and yeah, I, I, I've always enjoyed it. For me, it was always an excuse. Oh, before I met my wife and, and you know, actually 
had um, family obligations over the break. Uh, for me, it was always a week where I felt justified doing nothing. Mm. Uh, normally, <laughs> doing nothing, at least in my case, uh, case comes with a bit of guilt. I, I, I do feel guilty. I feel like, oh, I, sh I should be doing something. I should be, I don't know, doing focusing my on my research or, um, you know, or maybe I should write a paper. You know, back then I was still a student. Uh, right now, <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, that's big. When you're a student, go. it's like at any moment, like you can never really relax because no, yeah. at any moment you could be doing something, right? Yeah. And, and the same goes for academics. Um, you know, you, you, yeah. it's publish or perish. So since I got out of that field, thankfully, uh, I now feel completely justified doing absolutely nothing over the Lunar New Year break. And by nothing, I mean like nothing productive uh, yeah. because I fill my days with playing video games, uh, catching up on shows and movies, um, and just sort of walking around my house in pajamas. Mm -hmm. um, that is, it's, it, to me, it reminds me of Christmas back home minus, you know, the family functions. and It's also entire... longer though, because I, 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 we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but mm -hmm. it's like in the United States, things are, I mean, there may be closed for like the evening of Christmas Eve mm -hmm. and then maybe on Christmas Day, but rarely for more time than that. So yeah. it's like, yeah, everything's dead on Christmas, but then like a day later, things will open. Mm -hmm. But in Taiwan, it's like for five days, everything will be closed, yes. you know? So it is a longer time period and it is, I don't know. So sometimes you just feel like, oh, I just want to go back to a restaurant. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, especially in Taiwan, since there is this whole takeout culture. I mean, like yeah. it's it's normal for people to not even have like a functional kitchen. Uh, they will have like one burner uh, or was, like an electric wow. plate thing. Think about that. Like if you're living in some studio in Taipei, but you don't want to go back to see your family because you don't like them. Like, what do you do? <laughs> that is really, I guess you're eating instant noodles yeah, for like five yeah, days. Yeah. Which is like sadder than like the saddest Christmas alone that I yeah. can imagine. You know, at least, yeah. you know, back home, if I ever had been forced to spend Christmas alone, at least I had a kitchen to cook. Mm. And probably that's what I would be doing. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've lived in apartments here where I didn't have a kitchen, period. Really? Yeah. Uh, there was just like a hot plate uh, th that was sort of like put out in the living room, basically. Really? Uh, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> uh, that was, you know, one of those rooftop apartments that oh, are okay. built sort of as an afterthought or they have been built illegally at some point in the past and um, then kind of legalized. Now they're a gray area. Now they are a gray area. Like you can't build new ones, I think. Or if you, if you, if you want to build something on top of an existing structure, then you have to have like a proper building permit and inspectors which and, are hard to get but yeah. they, but you are allowed to fix them and basically every building already has one so yeah yeah so i i lived in one of those which wasn't great to be honest and mm -hmm. we didn't have a kitchen at all uh, in fact the biggest problem our biggest worry was that we would run out of gas uh, mm -hmm. because we use natural gas uh, for hot water but because it was an additional structure yes we would I order know, I have tanks. the same thing and it was uh, it, it's a pretty common thing for for those um, additional additions on the houses yeah. uh, for the for the rooftop apartments um, but when everything's closed over the lunar new year I mean everything yeah. so for at least for the first like two three days if you happen to run out of gas uh, on those days well i guess it's uh, showering cold water for you 
I think they have services, but not the first day and maybe not the second day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. I need to buy more tanks <laughs> <laughs> because I also live in an addition, like a rooftop addition, and uh, we also use gas tanks. So I definitely need to stock up on those before the holiday. Uh, here's a question for you. Would you recommend that people come travel to Taiwan during the Lunar New Year holiday? I would say, I mean, it, there is a certain beauty to being able to walk around Taipei without bumping into people all the time. Mm. Like it, it is a, a me- there is a measurable difference in how many people are outside. Like it, mm-hmm. it feels deserted. Um, so on from from that point of view, yes. But everything is also closed. Everything's unavailable. A lot of things are unavailable. So it's much less convenient. And mm-hmm. if you're gonna leave Taiwan with this kind of impression that like, oh, I got there and like nothing was happening and everything was dead and like no re- restaurants were open, then no, I would not recommend people coming this time of year. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it at all. Um, there's just. It's, it's going to be too hard to do the things that you want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Really, everywhere will be closed, right? Yes. Um, I don't even think you could get, for example, if you want to go do some hike in the mountains, right? You need a hiking permit. They're not going to give it at mm-hmm. that time of the year because, no, you know, the staff isn't at the park. Yeah. Um, so you want to go to a museum, they're going to be closed, right? Um, so I would say this is the worst time of the year to visit Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um but if you know someone here, it's a great, it's, oh, yeah. it's a very unique experience for sure. Um, and and actually, I, I, I'm actually going to compare it a little bit because, you know, I, I was also in China during the, the Lunar New Year holiday there. And uh, I made the grave mistake of traveling in China at that time. Ooh. So, you know, in China, they do the same thing they do here. They go back to be with their families. But a lot of people also use that time because everyone's on vacation to travel around the country. I will say in China, things are more open, I think, during the Lunar New Year holiday um, because I I think there's more tourism. Well, I remember back in 2007, which was my only Lunar New Year in China, uh, I remember my impression was that there was absolutely no... I lived... uh, on a relatively busy street. I mean, like a lot of food places, usually a lot of food traffic. In Beijing, right? In Beijing, yeah. Uh, But then I remember for the first three or four days, my impression was that, wow, it's like a... It's like a Western movie, you know, where they have like a tumbleweed and like maybe a dog barking somewhere in the distance. But the tourist areas are still open because a lot of people and also that was 2007 there are way more tourists these days right so i that mine it was 2018 so Mm. a lot more tourism in 2018 so i made the huge mistake with my family actually of traveling during the lunar new year holiday are you ready to hear where we went Mm -hmm. we went to see the terracotta warriors in xi'an on lunar new year day (laughs) let me tell you that that experience made my parents hate china Mm. for the rest of their lives like they will never want to go back just because of that experience. Because the crowds of people that day outside of Xi'an seeing the terracotta warriors, you know, the the tomb of the first um, emperor, emperor of China. I have never seen anything like it. I mean, in Chinese, they have an idiom, ren shan ren hai, right? Mm, just yeah. like mountains and seas of people. That is exactly what it was. You couldn't move forward to see like the actual like dug out terracotta warriors and horses and stuff because there were so many people and they were just pushing you out of the way. I mean, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. And 
I had no idea it would be like that. You know, I remember... <laughs> so dumb. I, I remember I was telling my, my parents when we were organizing the trip, like, they were like, do you think it's a good idea to travel during the, you know, the Lunar New Year holiday? And I was just like, yeah, like, everyone's just going to be home with their families anyways. Like, it's probably the best time to travel, you know? <laughs> that was a huge mistake. I had no idea what it was actually like. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, things in Taiwan are very different. I think the people, a lot of people here also take advantage of this is basically the only time in the year that like companies have shut down where, mm -hmm. you, where yeah. you won't have to work. And Taiwanese people do not have a lot of pay time off. In fact, by law, they only need five days a year. So, which is criminal. Yeah, which is criminal. But um, so a lot of people do travel, but they don't, they travel abroad. Mm -hmm. As in they leave Taiwan and yes. they go to other countries. Oh, yeah. And, well, a lot of foreigners want to uh, do the same because, well, if you work for a Taiwanese company, then, again, yeah. that is very often That's what my friends are doing this year. Time, yeah. Uh, but then prices, ticket prices are through the roof. Right. It, right. They're just insane because airlines know that people have no choice. That's when they have to travel. Yep. So the... Price tickets. I don't think the prices are justified. Um, uh, or yeah. to, I can't justify it to myself. Let me say. I don't know how I have friends who are traveling at you know this Lunar New Year holiday, um, but I guess they are just very desperate to leave, <laughs> and they have no other well, choice. I mean, we have probably all saved up some travel money for, for from the last three the years. Last three years. Yeah, exactly. that's right. Yeah, yeah this year is going to be ex like even more crazy because it's like the first. Lunar New Year in in you know in almost three years that people could actually tra actually travel abroad. I one thing I uh, did over one Lunar New Year was uh, take a trip around Taiwan on a motorcycle. Oh yeah, so that's cool. I was kind of expecting most places to be closed, so I well hotels were actually still open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't really have a problem with accommodation, but I also did take a tent with me. I I was ready to do some camping cool. out in the wilderness if I needed to, uh, for which my motorcycle at the time was only semi-suited, let's say. <laughs> um, but then um, I visited a friend who has family in the South uh, and she's half uh, indigenous. Oh. And so we spent the, the third and fourth day with her uh, indigenous family in the South and they took us in because it was me and, and another foreigner uh, who used to live here in Taiwan. Uh, and they took us in like uh, like their own. And That's cool. Yeah, they took us to barbecues and, you know, indigenous people, they can party. Mm -hmm. And when they do, they party hard. So it was, you know, I, I'm Polish and, and my, my friend who was with me was Czech. Uh, so yeah, we responded in kind. <laughs> That's cool. Um, that was yeah one of the most uh, fun experiences uh, I've had. Over that was the one of the New things. Year. I do indigenous people celebrate the Lunar New Year here. Um, I mean, they have their own holidays. Yes. Um, I mean, they still get time off, right? Because right, that I understand. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a national holiday. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, with them it was kind of you know they they were you know maybe one leg in each culture because like it was a mixed marriage. Oh so, sure, yeah. yeah. My That's my different. friend is only half uh, indigenous, so yeah, the, it was a, like an interesting mix of traditions. Mm. Um, but the the way they celebrated was kind of non traditional because they had a barbecue, they roasted a chicken in like a big um, 
Pro- yeah, in, in, yeah, yeah, know, in a, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah those which, are very famous in Taiwan. Yes, uh, and and yeah, the the food was great. You know, the company was very nice. Like uh, Taiwanese people are very very friendly. So yeah. it's uh, when you have friends here, you it's not e- difficult to get invited to spend uh, some part of the Lunar New Year with your friends. Right. Uh, people usually sort of you know have. Uh, the first three days are for family, and then then you can sort of go out, meet friends, or invite friends, and uh, yeah. spend time with others. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, uh, this music means that we are nearing the end of our time. Uh, we hope you episode. enjoyed um, our chat about the Lunar New Year in Taiwan. Yes, um, two foreigners talking about being a foreigner in Taiwan over the Lunar New it's Year. It's pretty cool. It is. It can be cool. It, it has cool. its moments. It has yeah. its moments. Um, yeah. But you, yeah, be prepared to um, not be able to buy or eat anything outside for the duration of the holiday. Um, once again, for here in Taiwan, I'm Tomasz Koper. I'm Miramar Waxman. Uh, happy holidays, I guess. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you. We'll, uh, not we'll see, see you, you. We'll next see you in the year of the rabbit. Yes, but uh, yes, we will. You will hear us again in the year of the rabbit. Uh, more great programming from RTI coming up. Don't go away.